money. I don't have your money. I know I'd be a lot happier with some extra cash. Is this about money? Oh, man, we got bills to pay, buddy. <laughs> Obviously, this is all about money. I got to talk to you about money. With practical tips and a focus on scripture, let's talk money with Dave and Reb from More Than Enough, the financial show that speaks to the heart of your money story. Real conversations about money for real people. Let's talk money. Are you ready to talk money, Reb? I am ready to talk money this morning. Good, because this is the show where we talk about the hard issues of money. Obviously, my name is Dave, and your name is? Reb. And uh, we're here. Um, we're in a special recording session. We decided to, you know, we pre-record most of our shows, if not all of our shows, but we pre-record them. And in light of the uh, COVID-19 pandemic, we thought we got to get in and, and do a special recording to inject there. And I know that's created all kinds of of change in, in the scheduling in our lives to be able to do that. And uh, we thought today's show, if there's a, we don't often title the shows, but today's show actually has a title. Right. Reset. Reset. Yeah, it's um, a reset. And, and so for all of us I- I- in this time, things are changing and, and it's maybe a time where we're going to reset our schedules or reset a whole, uh, just a lot of things around how we think of what we were doing two or three weeks ago. We now may be doing a little bit different. For some of us, it's, you know, even. Um, just going to work. Some of us are working from home way more than we did two weeks ago. Yeah, the roads were really clear. Now, so we're recording this show two days before. So it's Wednesday for us, but you're going to hear it Friday morning this week, which would be March 20th. So we wanted to try and have a timely show where we talk about what do you do in crisis and and what's happening with mortgages at our office what are we seeing what are we seeing with the taxes um so things are happening so fast and even as we are recording this they're making announcements they're, so whatever we have missed <laughs> we, you just, there's the disclaimer, there's a, there's a disclaimer. Uh, it's will probably change uh, by the time this show right, airs but, in two days but we wanted to we wanted to do a timely show about around the theme. I know that everyone's probably sick and tired of talking about it. We don't want to get fearful. As God's people, we don't want to be in panic mode. Mm. Um, but um, next week's show, we actually have also pre-recorded, and mm-hmm. we've done it with a kingdom advisor, a financial advisor, who is looking at the markets with us and giving us some advice on on our uh, biblical perspective. So that's March 27th. That's for next week's show. But um, usually you come in and say, you can find our podcast. We're not doing that this morning. Okay, no, we're, not, we're, we're going right we're at going it. Okay, right so we're not doing it. In fact, it. I wanted to start, I wanted to start with the scripture verse okay, this yes. morning from Proverbs 27, 23 which is be diligent to know the state of your flocks and attend to your herds. And I thought, you know, here, here we are, we're in a, we're in a state of change and uh, we can call it what we, whatever we can call it crisis. We can, uh, I like the word change simply because the reality is, is that there is so much change happening so fast in so many different areas. It's really, and I, I don't think I can ex, uh, express it enough in the emotion in my voice to say, now is the time where we want to know the state of our flocks. And we're talking specifically about money in the different areas that, that money uh, affects and, and it affects all of our lives. And now is a good time to just take stock and say, okay, 
things are changing. We have to, in a sense, be aware of how some of these changes may uh, affect us and how some of them may not and how some of them are going to try to affect us but shouldn't affect us. We, we actually need to be diligent to push back a little bit and say, Oh, I'm not. I'm not going to go down that fear road around this. Uh, I'm. I'm just not going to do it. But I do know need to know the state of my finances. What does that look like? We always say you've got to face your finances. Mm-hmm. Financial awareness creates empowerment. That little phrase still doesn't change. Doesn't that hasn't changed this week because mm-hmm. of all that we're going through? Feeling feeling fearful and anxious is a normal part of our human response to what's happening. But it doesn't mean we have to act out of fear and anxiety. And to me, that's just been a really valuable thing. Mm-hmm. Um, um, Joyce Myers used to say it like years ago. I heard her once say, you know, you do it afraid. Mm-hmm. So you do the right things, even if if it's mm-hmm. causing anxiety, because there's a lot like we're not going to shame you to say that you're not supposed to feel it. But be aware that um, we're going to get to that in the later part of the show about what this what this time can do for you to reset your relationship with your heavenly father. But before we go there, I'm going to say the verse that I've been quoting all week because okay. my mom used to say this. So a lot of you know my mom passed away in November. But um, she used to say, well, Lord willing. She would attach Lord willing to everything. And you hear it like this Christian cliche thing, you know, Lord willing. Well, where did she get it? She got it from James 4. And I thought the verses were quite applicable to what we're experiencing. Now, listen, you who say today or tomorrow we go, we'll go do this or that city. We're going to spend a year there, carry on business and make money. Now, I'm going to stop and pause there because lots of us have been on trips. Lots of us are like, no, we're canceling our trip. Lots of us have been stuck in Mexico, the Caribbean, the States, and have had to make these plans as borders are closing and all of that. And I found it interesting that God specifically speaks to oh, we're going to go do this or that tomorrow. We're going to spend a year here. We're going to do our business. We're going to make money. And then he says, why, you do not even know what will happen tomorrow. And then he goes on to say, what's your life? You are a mist that appears for a little while and then vanishes. Instead, you ought to say, if it is the Lord's will, we will live and do this or that. And it is not a Christian cliche, although it has been used for that. But I have been saying it more and more. I'm like, look, people are not going and making money. They've made a plan that they're going to do this or that. But it's it's stopped this week. Mm-hmm. And we need to take all of that to the Lord. So we're going to get to that, but we're going to talk about some practical things. We're going to talk about Dave's verses about, you know, herds and flocks, figuring out what we've got, what we don't have, and what are we going to do? So I'm going to like ask him some questions because our office deals with mortgages, taxes, coaching. We teach people. We do the radio show. You guys, if you listen to us, you know all this already. Mm-hmm. So what's happening with mortgages this week? Like what if people are renewing, if people want to buy a house, what's going on? Yeah, so I mean, uh, do you even know where to start? <laughs> I, I was just going to say this week. Here's the disclaimer: this week, I mean, the response from the government uh, has been one that I really appreciate in the sense of saying, you know what, um, they they are responding by basically um, being more generous with credit. The the prime lending rate dropped a full percentage point. It, it, uh, I mean, these are, are responses that have huge impacts on the economy, and I'm not 
going to get into all of the impacts for for those of us on the ground level. If you're in a variable rate mortgage, your your monthly payment just dropped and and a, significantly in some cases. So if you're on a variable rate mortgage, n- don't do anything. Stay there until this, uh, in a sense, the the everything adjusts. Um, that being said, the fixed rate mortgages are as low as they've ever been. So if you're on a fixed rate mortgage or if you're like, man, I don't want to ride the variable rate thing anymore, then go lock in a, on a fixed rate mortgage. There is no wrong answer here. And that's the point is, is if you're in a, more, a variable rate mortgage and it's not renewing in 2020, then stay the course, but don't lose any sleep. If you're going to lose sleep over your mortgage rate in the next six months, then lock in in a fixed and go to bed, right? You know, like, honestly, just do that because it's not worth the loss of sleep. The rates are as low as they've ever been. Are they going to move around? Absolutely. Are they changing every day? Yes, absolutely. So that's the first thing. Second thing is, is if you've lost your job and, and, or there's a potential for an interruption in income, you're self-employed, whatever your situation Call your lender first. Call me. I'm happy to take those calls. But the reality is, is the lenders have now responded and they are saying, listen, if there's a chance that you're going to miss your next mortgage payment, please call us first. And don't wait till the day your mortgage payment is due. Give us three or four days. The volume of calls coming into any particular lender is huge right now. People are calling in and saying, hey, I don't think I'm going to make the mortgage payment. Three, four days before your mortgage payment is coming out of your account, call your, they can defer the payment. They can stick it on the end of your mortgage. No negative impact. They can, some mortgages have a skip a payment uh, where you can just once a year skip a payment. You may want to take advantage of that. We can reamortize it and actually change your mortgage amount to something that's more affordable. There are things the lenders are going to do and can walk with you that have very little impact they're not going to affect your credit all of those things um but you have to be proactive you have to make that phone call to your lender and say hey my Mm -hmm. income is going to be interrupted what are my options and because there's so many lenders and so many different options they they may look a little bit different but those are the three big ones that we know every lender has said listen we will work with you to help you navigate this okay so and but you're also saying be patient because the lines are busy and people are yeah yeah yeah. navigating everybody's navigating the same kind of uh, situation. And I'm going to recommend making the call as opposed to an email or or uh, some kind of electronic communication simply because that electronic communication may get stuck in 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 somewhere and may not be responded to in the timely fashion that you need to. So make the call to the service. If you don't know where to call or who to call, call me. Absolutely. 613-520-4157. I've got the list of numbers that for all the lenders, we can easily get that information to you so you can make the call. Um, I'll even go on the call with you and, and help you navigate the questions you need to answer when we call. So there, there's all kinds of ways to do that. So just reach out. Please yeah. reach out because the, the, the government's been making available. The lending institutions are and so are we. And this goes back to that proverb about just being diligent with the state of your flocks. If mm-hmm. that's where you're at, then let's be diligent and make the call. Um, listen, the other flip side to that is, is if you've got 
a great emergency cushion filled up and, and you've followed the, 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 the biblical and, and the advice that we say where these are the times of crisis. This is why we have an emergency cushion. This is actually where it's for. An interruption of income, yes, if you've got an emergency cushion, then now may be the time where you're saying, hey, I'm going to dip into that. No crisis in my cash flow. Of course, we're going we're gonna to start looking at where we're spending money and, and all of those things. But the reality is, is I'm going to go to my emergency cushion and I'm going to start drawing my income so that I make that mortgage payment, so that I make those uh, those payments that need to be made, so the light stays on, the lights stay on, and food is in our belly, and mm-hmm. and all of those things. So recognize that everybody's situation is different, but uh, there it is. Um, so that's mortgages. Okay, and then we also do taxes at our office, and we know that the government has said there's an extended deadline to June first. Normally, it is. April April 30th. 30th. So we've got an extra month. But what are we recommending? Like people are at home. So so here's and here's the you know, if you get a tax return, then do your taxes as soon as possible, (laughs) especially if you're going to see an interruption in income. You know, not every one of us is going to be see an interruption in income. But if you are, if you're like, I'm, I'm expecting a tax return, I historically get a tax return, then absolutely do, do your taxes or send your taxes into more than enough so that we can process them by even before the April 30th deadline. Don't procrastinate. I mean, this is human nature, right? Okay. So when now we've got who an extra can up our months, I don't have to do my taxes. There could be money waiting for you sitting in the government that is due you right and, and that's part again about knowing the state of your flocks and attending to your herds it's yeah. it's it comes out of that proverb just knowing that um while we so we flipped into taxes but there's mm-hmm. one question about mortgages so i'm going to backpedal it back okay. into the mortgage thing what happens if someone like we've had a hot market yes it's like prices are like crazy have been crazy What's happening now? Like, I, I mean, maybe it's, there's not enough time for you to see, but. So, like, so my okay. advice to, to anyone who's in the process of either renewing their mortgage, refinancing their mortgage or buying a home, first and foremost, you're going to be driven crazy trying to watch which rate is the, is, <laughs> It's I'm it's changing laugh, quite literally by the hour. Yes, uh, yeah. By the hour, we are getting updates. Uh, know this, that the rates certainly are as good as they've ever been. Uh, again, they're not the 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 market is is as hot as it ever has been here in ottawa in terms of real estate um there are significant challenges uh just in due process that that lenders are trying to navigate it may take longer for example to get an appraisal a simple thing that we would send somebody out to appraise the value of the house now is not so simple when that appraiser actually can't access the house that's a problem. Um, if you're buying a house, what about the inspector? Are you going to go buy a house when an inspector actually can't access the house because there's a quarantine or there's, you know, family that's there and they can't leave? What about showings? I mean, all of these things the industry is navigating and mm-hmm. this is why. We're still not sure day, how it's playing. Yeah, it's day not, by we're day, sure we're going yeah. to have answers to these questions. But just recognize that we don't need to be in fear, um, that people are, things are accommodating and things, changes are being made and that 
we just need, in a sense, to give each other grace and we need to um, have a little more of a roll with it attitude uh, a little bit to say, okay, we're just going to see how this plays out. Um, I know uh, from a lender standpoint, every single day from almost, almost every single lender, They've got their people working from home. They've got their people working weekends. They've got their people. I mean, the, the, the changes that are going on behind the scenes in the staff, in the banks that, that we deal with, they're doing the same thing you're doing. They're trying to navigate how do we do our work from home. Now, in the mortgage industry as a broker, we're totally used to this. We are a mobile environment. Right. So for us to process and underwrite and actually place your mortgage – there's really very little change in actually processing the mortgage, but there will be delays in the behind the scenes mm-hmm. compliance and behind the scenes risk assessment that are going on. And that's simply because the, everybody's going through change. So on the front office, if you're, if you're thinking, hey, I want to buy a house this spring and you haven't called more than enough to get the pre-approval, then absolutely you need to do <laughs> that yes. now more important than ever before documentation up front. Um, If you are in the middle of the process and you have lost your job and you have committed to buy a house, maybe three, four, six months down the road, then yeah, we need to speak to that. We need Mm -hmm. to talk to that. We need to work with your lender to see how we can accommodate that. Mm -hmm. I know that new build homes here in Ottawa are being delayed months um, so check with your builder. Mm-hmm. Is the closing date the same as what it, what we plan to if your closing date is in the next six months? It likely will change. So what I'm hearing you say over and over is be proactive or make be the phone responsive calls. and make some phone calls. We David cannot give a blanket statement on air about your particular situation because your situation is unique and different. But we're just saying, don't do be this diligent alone. Be and diligent the stay, the, and state, the state of your state flocks of your flock. in your herd. <laughs> I can't <laughs> tell a, you what your your flocks look like, but we can certainly get into right. it as yeah, we talk. Yes. Uh, anyway, so that goes back to that word reset. Why did we use the word reset? Maybe it doesn't pertain necessarily to the mortgage and tax departments, but one thing that has, is on my heart, as we often talk about on the show, we do practical and heart. So, And we often say, well, Dave's all the practical guy. Reb's all heart like I don't do mortgages I don't know all the nitty-gritty and all of that but what I do know is I was up early this morning praying and I was praying for our clients I was praying for our coaches I was praying for people's mortgages and financial situations and believe me I would rather have been sleeping on one hand but on the other there's a sense of um I just have a lot of compassion for what's happening because everybody's experiencing it in a different way. And there's lots of concerns and fears. And how do we respond? And I'm going to say the first thing, um, reset the, like, you know, things have been turned off. We're at home with our kids. I'm actually loving the fact that we have to stop. Mm-hmm. I'm loving, I don't love it that businesses are struggling, that believe me, we're, we're, we have our own business, I, that's not fun. But as far as slowing down as God's people, let's not miss this. Mm-hmm. Let's not use this as a time for Netflix only. This is not binge watching shows and we're bored out of our minds. How about you say to the Lord, you know what, if you're afraid, be honest and ask yourself, you know, you tell me I'm not supposed to be afraid because you've got all of this, Lord. 
but you are. Let that be a trigger question. Why are you afraid? What's going on? How deep is your relationship with God? Are you spending time asking him about your finances? Are you asking him, you know, God says to us through Jesus Christ, you know, tomorrow has enough trouble of its own. Just take care of today. You know, one thing we're saying, and we've said it in our video this week and our, our, our response to what's happening is take a day at a time, mm-hmm. but do it with connection with God. He longs. He, 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 he's a good father. And some of us have forgotten that. And, and I know this show is all all over the map, but uh, my heart is so convicted. I can't ex- like I feel like Paul in the New Testament letters. I therefore urge you, brothers and sisters of mine, do this in, in view of God's in mercy. In view right? of God's mercy, go after Him, seek Him, spend time with Him, put worship music on, sit there till you know that you know He has you and He loves you and He loves your family. This it, I say this all the time. We have friends who are struggling for their lives because they have cancer. We have friends who are already in economic trouble or have a small business and are struggling. And then you add all of this on top of it. What do we say? How does more than enough even? How do the coaches help? Well, all we know is to direct you to the one who has answers. And he is not necessarily going to take us out of the hardship. He doesn't always speak to the storm and say, okay, it's done. Everything's light and fluffy. I believe that as a body of Christ, we have lived for ease and comfort. That our God has been ease and comfort. Our God has been our bellies. We've used our money to satisfy ourselves. We've used our debt to stay there. We have not been willing to face our finances. We have not been looking after the herds and the flocks. And God is calling us back to himself. And it you know, the word repent, it's not just saying sorry and, you know, there's a mean God out there and he's got his thumb on us and he just he's going to, you know, he's all wrath and all that. You know what? Jesus took care of that. We're, we're heading in to the celebration of Easter where Jesus dies and suffers and is risen again. He said, in this world, you would have trouble, but you can be of good cheer because he has overcome the world. These are not light statements. These are not Sunday school Bible stories that we just read to our kids because they're nice. This is not nice. But he says in the midst of the storm, I have you. Are you going to turn to me and believe me? Because we haven't been. We have been serving. I have been serving my flesh. How many times do I keep things to myself? I, You know, one of the things, I know I'm going on, David, but one of the things that um, you and I have talked about is, in our seminars is we can be givers or we can be hoarders. If you have your hands closed, you cannot receive much from God and you cannot release much to others. But if you have your hands lifted toward heaven and you say, God, I have my five loaves and two fish, take these you know, multiply it. And he reaches down and touches what we have so that we can not only have it for provision for ourselves, but for our neighbors. Mm-hmm. Like that's, that, wouldn't that be amazing <clears throat> if we, tr- excuse me, I'm like choking on all this. If we lived in that kind of community in this time, even though we're self distancing or, you know, we're distancing ourselves, it doesn't mean we can't reach out and, and land some good things at our neighbor's house that if they're in need, we, we've been talking about this. Well, and I think, I, I think that the two greatest <sighs> commandments still work. 
you know, what you've just said is, is in this time, you know, crisis often draws us closer to God. Anxiety often draws us closer to God. And that's, I mean, uh, it's just sometimes the way that it works. But uh, as we look at this as a, as a community that we're all in this together, then loving our neighbor as the second greatest commandment, loving God and then loving our neighbor and going, okay, what does that look like in the context of today? Mm, again, we need each other and we've been told we can't be in the same room or be around people. We still need each other. Those two commandments still are active, valid, and true. And so looking at that and saying, okay, how do I love my neighbor in the context of, of this? Uh, I mean, what do I do? Uh, if maybe your neighbor has been quarantined, well, then who's getting them groceries? Uh, maybe, yeah. again, as we as we look at that, how can I practically go out and share? Maybe I do have an emergency cushion that's fully funded, and I feel God prompting me to say, you know, you should go to your neighbors and make sure that they're cared for financially because they may need some help, and you might have to give some of that money away to them. And to be able to do that fearlessly, to be able to say, well, wait a minute, I need that money for me. And God says, hmm. I got gotcha. you. I just really believe we can use this time as a wake up call. You know, God says a test in the New Testament letters. Mm-hmm. You know, wake up, awake. Mm-hmm. You know, awaken ourselves not only uh, to what we said at the beginning of the show where we talk about, you know, wake up to where are we at with our f- herds and flocks? Where are we at financially? And let's do some of those intentional things that we talked about regarding our mortgage or our taxes. And and next week we'll hear from Lauren Robinson about what that looks like for our portfolios. But we also need, we can use this time to draw near. We, we reset the button. We reboot. We reboot with our families. We reboot with God. We, we repent. Repentance is simply turning into another direction. Mm-hmm. We confess that we have missed it, that we have served ourselves on many occasions, not everybody and not all the time. But if we allow God to show us and we, we clear the slate with him and reset and just to, to allow him to speak in those deep places, like we just are so desperate for that. And let's, let's do this together. We're, there's no shame. We, we might have missed it. I might have missed it. Dave misses it sometimes. We're going to do it together, we're gonna but we'll d- be socially distant. <laughs> yes. I, I, I don't know. I don't, I, I we got to navigate that too. We only have a few minutes left in the show. And, 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 but recognizing that, uh, you know, isolation, uh, recognizing that, that in a sense, moving into that mode of self preservation, of, of self um, introspection. I don't know if that's even the right word. And I, I think part of the, the message where we want to say this morning is, is that um, let's, let's be, love God and, love and let's others. love our neighbor and let's figure out how we do that in the context of right now, today. of today. One day at a time. What does that look like when so many things may be changing? Um, and to do that fearlessly. Again, to take inspiration from the Gospels where Jesus walks so fearlessly and does that as an example to us 
that we can do the same in the midst of crisis, in the midst of storms, in the midst of not enough. God and Christ walked fearlessly to be able to show us how to do that. And so, Lord, we just we just commit ourselves again to the example of Christ. We receive the fullness of the Holy Spirit. The same Spirit that was in Christ is in us today to lead us and guide us, to give us wisdom, to show us what it is that you want us to do today for loving you and loving our neighbor. And Lord, as we do that, as we work that out, may we see your kingdom come here on earth as it is in heaven. And so, Lord, thank you for your grace, your mercy, and most of all, your love that we can abide in and take nourishment from for our souls and our bodies. And just pray this in Christ's name. All right. We're going to talk more about this next week with a financial advisor. So join us next week when we talk money. Let's Talk Money is a division of More Than Enough Financial Fitness, where God is transforming hearts and bringing hope for today and freedom for tomorrow. For more information or to comment on today's show, please visit morethanenough.ca.